Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is series 2 episode 137. We are continuing with our with our Come Follow Me study for this week covering May 11th to May the 17th uh, which covers Mosiah chapter 18 to 24. We have entered into a covenant with him and we are now moving into the section which, section which is titled God can make my burdens light which is found in Mosiah chapters 21 to 24. So here, in the last couple of days we've got with this week, we are going to be looking at the escape of the people of Lim King Limhi and, of course, the escape of the people of Alma. We're going to focus on the people of King Limhi today, as that is found in chapters 21 and 22. And uh, we find them in this position where they are under this heavy tax of the Lamanites. One half of all they own is being asked for. In verse 4, it says that, all this was done that the word of the Lord might be fulfilled. We know that uh, what is happening to them is a result of their disobedience. It's a result of their um, drawing away from the Lord. And it is a, a time where they are trying to be brought to the, the depths of humility. Um, L. Tom Perry um, said this, quote, When Limhi's people had their fill of Lamanite abuses, they convinced their king to go against the Lamanites in battle. Three times Limhi's people were defeated. Heavy burdens were laid upon them. Finally, they humbled themselves and cried mightily unto the Lord that he would deliver them. Soon after, Ammon and a small band of men from Zarahemla arrived, and with Gideon, one of the leaders of the Limhi's people, they worked out a plan which was successful, and they escaped from the Lamanite abuses. The Lord was slow to hear their cries. Why? Because of their iniquities. Close quote. Um, Elder El Samperi there kind of outlines the entire chapter, but what's important, I think, to take from this is that to begin with, these people were not truly humbled. We know they certainly were not at the same depths of uh, iniquity as they were when King Noah was, was, was leading them. But the fact that they um, you know, saw that their way out of the situation first was to go to battle against the Lamanites shows that they really hadn't learned to trust on the Lord and help and ask him to help them make their burdens light yet. What is interesting as well is that uh, King Limhi allows this to happen three times. We did mention um, previously about how King Limhi uh, wasn't given any training. He wasn't given any um, direction on how to prepare for leadership. And so, you know, this, this can be brought down to that point is that, you know, he was doing the best that he could with what he had. Uh, and But of course, it wasn't until they really cried out to the Lord and humbled themselves that they started to see some way out. In fact, it is after they are defeated, defeated the third time, and they bring their slain back to the city of Nephi, then in verse 13 we read, and they did humble themselves even to the dust, subjecting themselves to the yoke of bondage, submitting themselves to be smitten and to be driven to and fro, and burdened according to the desires of their enemies. And they did humble themselves even in the depths of humility, and they did cry mightily unto God, yea, even all the day long did they cry unto their God that he would deliver them out of their afflictions. Um, we know that the Lord is slow to hear their cries because, of course, they have been away for so long and that they needed to, sh to bring themselves to that p point where they were able to really be humbled and just know that the only way they could ever get out of it was to rely on him. Uh, and, of course, this does happen. And it is around this time that um, the people of King Limhi, whilst being extra vigilant uh, at looking over their flocks and over their lands, because the priests of King Noah are still having a negative impact on them, 
Uh, in fact, uh, in verse 21, it says, for they were desirous to take them, meaning the priests of, ne the priests of King Noah, that they might punish them, for they had come into the land of Nephi by night and carried off their grain and many of their precious things. Therefore, they laid wait for them. Uh, it's in this kind of condition that they are in when Ammon and his group of 16 people come into the scene to look for this people uh, from Zarahemla. Um, and this is kind of where the, the stories and the uh, the timelines merge now. We're kind of back to present day, as it were, in the narrative, because we left them when Ammon meets this group and is captured and is questioned by King Limhi, and then King Limhi explains what has happened since um, since they got here. And so we, this is kind of where we are now moving forward, and we're back to a singular timeline, uh, which is quite helpful because it's been a little uh, jumping jumping around here or there. Um, but yeah, so now we, he talks again about, uh, in the next few verses about the, um, the fact that he sent a group out to go find Zarahemla. He didn't, they found the land covered with dry bones and they thought that Zarahemla was gone, but they were so happy because they now know that Zarahemla is still there. And they, they also know that there is a seer and a prophet there as well that can interpret the, uh, the engravings that they found. So, um, Ammon and King Limhi are, are rejoicing and are happy. And now of course, um, they are they sorrow over the death of Abinadi. Um, they sorrow over the fact that they've lost Alma because they they are aware of Alma. Of course, um, they will have been aware of Alma because King Noah sent you know guards after the people of Alma before they escaped, uh, and they knew what they were doing. So they were sorrowful that they weren't able to enter into this covenant with the Lord, but they didn't want to do it themselves. They wanted to wait. Uh, until they had the authority to have it uh, and so they knew that this time would come but now at this point they needed to get out get out of this situation uh, and of course we we know how this story goes in chapter 22 uh, we read in verse 2 and it came to pass that they could find no way to deliver themselves out of bondage except it were to take their women and children and their flocks and their herds and their tents and depart into the wilderness for the Lamanites being so numerous, it was impossible for the people of Limhi to contend with them, thinking to deliver themselves out of bondage by the sword. So in other words, it just there was just no way unless they could just manage to get away without getting hurt. Um, Grant R. Hardy uh, said this, quote, When we read the account of Limhi's escape in Mosiah 22, we see that freedom came through a cunning scheme by which the people of Limhi got the Lamanite guards drunk. Yet Mormon provides a spiritual interpretation of this escape to emphasize that, despite what may seem to be men's own cleverness, planning and apparent luck, God is really the one that makes things happen. Close quote. This uh, is linked by a scripture in Mosiah chapter 25 verse 16, where Alma is teaching the people and he says, and, in, and it says, and he did exhort the people of Limhi and his brethren, all those that had been delivered out of bondage, that they should remember that it was the Lord that did deliver them. And so there is a, remi a reminder to his people that whilst it may seem to be a clever plan that got them out and uh, sometimes sheer luck, uh, this was because the Lord had seen that they had had enough in enough burden um, for their iniquities and they were to be delivered out of their out of captive captivity there is a spiritual application to this to this of course and that as well as there being a very physical one are we in a spiritual captivity in some way do we humble ourselves to the dust so that we can truly be lifted out and you know it may seem sometimes that we get away from the things that we struggle with because of our own efforts and because of our effort, our planning and our input but in reality, we need to recognize that the Lord makes it all possible. Um, 
Yeah, so we have a Gideon coming forward and explaining this plan, which could work. Um, and, you know, just how it, it was the Lord's hand that guided them through this. And then in verse six, we have uh, the guards of the Lamanites uh, by night are drunken. Let us send a proclamation among all this people that they gather together their flocks and herds, that they may drive them in, into the wilderness by night. Uh, and so we see that this plan is carried through uh, and uh, it ha and it works. Um, there is a very clear physical preparation that they needed to take on. Uh, in verse 12, it says, And they had taken all their gold and silver and their precious things which they could carry, and also their provisions with them into the wilderness, and they pursued their journey. But of course, again, just like with all of these um, kind of wilderness journey um, stories, there is a, a there is a a physical application but there is also a um, kind of a spiritual one m catherine thomas said quote all major journeys in the book of mormon are allegorical as well as actual and reflect not only the different kinds of the lord's deliverances but also the principles on which the deliverances depend all of these journeys typify every person's sojourn on earth and the tasks the teachers given to accomplish only god has the overview of the journey and only god knows what will be needed along the way he offers everything each one needs to succeed in the quest. As the Book of Mormon amply illustrates, however, people must often be persuaded to receive Christ's divine deliverance for their earthly journeys. Close quote. We need to involve Christ in our earthly journeys. We need to involve Christ in our journey here in mortal life so that we can receive that guidance to help us through. In verse 16, we read that, they, um, that the Lamanites did chase after this group, but they could not find them, which then leads us quite nicely into the next section, where we learn what happened to this group that were searching for the people of King Limhi, and how they met with the people of, King, uh, of, people of Alma, uh, and see what happens there. Thank you for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed the study. If there's anything that you've been studying, please share it at mattsroberts 90 on Twitter. You can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com and of course join the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. Thank you for listening and until we meet again.